Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I'm going to do a part three of the series that I've been doing. So part three of Bioweapon Blues, assessing the death and disability caused by the toxic jab. And I'm going to show some videos. A lot is going on. Uh, they're still pushing for the shots to be distributed. Luckily, the uptake is very low. It's less than 10% of what the government has ordered, at least in the U.S. and Australia, as far as I know, have been put through the system, which is very telling in a lot of ways. It's about not hesitancy, but knowledge, which is getting out, and that the, go the intent of the government of how many shots they've purchased, which are going to be used. So they're not being, they're pushed in huge lots instead of based upon demand. I think that's very important for people to understand. And I'll show some stuff later on in these slides that a terrible thing happened. It is that died suddenly news, which I was based, basing a lot of my kind of individual testimonies on, was shut down by Facebook. So I destroyed my Facebook page for the second time. I will never go on Facebook again. I'll probably get rid of my Instagram. I don't know how anybody in good conscience can sit on Facebook. So, um, yeah, I just couldn't do it. So, um, I'm trying to move to, to Rockfin and I'm trying to stream there now, but it doesn't seem to be working that great, but, um, let's see if I can get this going on Rockfin. So you can find William Ramsey investigates on Rockfin. I'll put all my videos there. Some of the ones that I'll take down off of YouTube, I will probably be censored from YouTube. Uh, in time. So I would look for a William Ramsey investigates V3. If you don't see me V2, I can't get into my old YouTube channel, my original one. They won't let me in. The fascists at uh, Google will not let me in. These are fascists. They're very evil people. We're in the grip of tremendous evil. Just like I said, my last quotes were, hell is empty and all the devils are here. Quote from the Tempest Shakespeare. Let's see. Let's see if I can get this thing to work. I don't know how this system at Rockfin is working. Let's see. Ch -ch 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 -ch. Anyway, um, yeah, it's really a shame, like how bad, how far, how far down we've come as a country. But I want to show some of these videos. I think one of the more astonishing one is uh, Creepy Joe Biden. This is the 27th. This is very recent. This is, Today is the 29th, September 29th. But this is him talking about this uh, Hurricane Ian and then saying, get your jab like it's a non sequitur. It doesn't make sense. This guy's insane. Watch this. Like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas. A vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where a hurricane is off the strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. So that's your, that's your supposed president. 81 million votes right there. Um, and, you know, people are I'm coming across other things. This is going to be the biggest crime against humanity ever. And I think that's going to be the case. Uh, this is, I think, a member of the EU. Um, so. It will go down as a 
as the biggest scandal in medical history, and moreover, it will be known as the biggest crime ever committed on humanity. Her name was Christine Anderson. This is an interesting video I came across where just somebody offhand asked uh, people in the audience who they know. This is in Switzerland. If they know anybody who was vaccine damaged, it's in French. But. So you can see the whole audience pretty much puts their arm up. So that's just one thing. So they're shutting down the fascists, the globalist fascists are shutting down the ability, and we'll go into that once I show some of these slides, the ability of people to start taking notes, comparing notes, figuring things out. Um, they really want to stop that. And that was Christine Anderson or Andreessen, I think, was the earlier video. Um, this is one from, uh, I think this is a Chinese senior researcher from Fudan University who this is very telling, I think, that he understands that there's a biological warfare going on. And uh, you can all read the, uh, I'll read the subtitles. So what it's saying is in 2020, China won the trade war, science and technology war. And especially the biological war. The achievement is unprecedented, which is true. This is epic making record. This trade war and biological warfare, the U.S. was beaten back to its original form. So. And that the a lot of these uh, shots are made in China, obviously. This is from yesterday. This is Biden. This is 81 million votes. Um, we're really at the precipice of a global war. These people are, we are run by crazies. There's no other way to say it. Like, they're playing around with fire and doing really insane things over nothing. The U.S. has no inter real interest in Ukraine, except these corrupt people that run our country. But watch this. This is really incredible. Like, you should be terrified. Just have a listen to how Joe Biden responds to this question about, his, about how exactly how he's described Vladimir Putin in the past. In a weekend interview, Vladimir Putin laughed at the suggestion that you had called him a killer. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? And I'll continue to trend if you don't mind of asking a second question. Do you believe if he does agree to cooperate, then what kind of a challenge do you find yourself in? How would you ever trust him? And if Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify, what do you say to Vladimir Putin? <laughs> Answer the first question. <laughs> I'm laughing too. They actually, I... Uh... Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that... Uh, uh, The answer is, I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was, uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. But look, 
Um, when I was asked that question on air, I answered it honestly. But it's not much of a, I, I, I don't think it matters a whole lot in terms of this next meeting we're about to have. Oh, if you could just draw all that together, I guess he's saying, yeah, he is a killer. But that doesn't matter now. Yeah, so that's that's very disturbing. This is another one that I saw online just showing how many actors and people are out of operation. Just on these actors. And I went through, I think the first one of this series was how many cancellations of musicians there were this year at the end of this year, how many tours were canceled. But this is this is actually very sad. So. I have some I don't think I'm even going to show. They're too too sad. So that's Jack Nicholson. Has dementia, is suffering from neurological effects of vaccines. His mind is gone. Miles Teller suffers blood poisoning and breaks out in hives on Top Gun Maverick falling vaccinated. It's not a vaccine. After he took a shot. Beverly Hills. This is for the audio. Beverly Hills 90210 actor Denise Douse dies of meningitis linked to weakened immune system due to shot. Actor Ashton Kutcher reveals autoimmune disease that affected his hearing, vision, and mobility following shot. The so-called safe gene-based shot continues to cause autoimmune diseases, even in the most famous. Actor Sherry Gill dies of endometrial cancer diagnosed after shot. Actor and death of actress Mexican Aranza Pena, 26 years old, tragic accident, suffers... Post, post shot. I don't know who that is. Actress Meiju Lozano is urgent problem with blood coagulation as a direct effect of the shot. Actor Christina Applegate is diagnosed with multiple sclerosis following shot. Actor Kristen Bell, after shot, says her mind hasn't always been healthy for my family. A lot of mental issues associated with these toxic shots. And we'll see that in some of these uh, slides that I bring up. Actor and director, director Jonah Hill stops promoting his films to, quote, protect his mental health, unquote, after suffering anxiety attacks following shot. The list of stars retiring from the spotlight is growing and the devastating psychological effects of the shot take their toll. And that's Bruce Willis and this woman on the right. I don't, I'm not sure I know her name. It's Jonah Hill. Actor, politician, and TikTok star Sonali Bogat dies suddenly. That's, what, that's the theme of my three episodes of Heart Attack at the age of 42 following shot. Actress Claudia Jimenez suffers cardiac problems following shot. 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer star Nicholas Brendan suffers a second cardiac incident following paralysis diagnosis since the shot. Frank Pesci, actor featured in Beverly Hills Cop and Top Gun, dies of complications linked to senile dementia following shot. The hidden payload of the back of the shot damages the brain and nervous system, causing neurological disorders. Brad Pitt's there. Is he sick? I don't know. Brandon Elliott asks audience to pray for his wife, Cammie, with stage four cancer after shot. She's bald. Actor Ian McShane replaced a new series, The Last King of the Cross, after following ill following shot. Comedian and pro shot advocate Raju Siravstava suffers a heart attack as the result of the lethal jab. This is a sad one. Magnum actor Roger E. Mosley dies in car crash due to shot side effects. I loved uh, Magnum P.I. growing up. So I actually went back and watched some of the old Magnum P.I. episodes. They're still, they're still good. Emmerdale actor Sam Gannon dies suddenly at the age of 31 after shot. Coronation Street actor and comedian Dougie, Doogie Brown dies after lethal jab. Actress Marion Capon, 30 years after shot, dies. Destiny actor Robin Griggs dies after battling shot boosted cancer. Actor of the cabaret Mark Doyer, death blamed on shot. I don't know who some of these people are. Milton Moreira, actor, Brazilian, dies 32 years old. Pneumonia and anemia after shot. Mithilesh Chaturvedi, the Koi Mil Gaia actor, dies after shot-induced heart attack. Veteran Fuji House of Commotion actor Sola Onayiga dies, suddenly dies from the effects of shot. Actor Happy Babsar Nayak dies of shot-related lung cancer. Actor and singer Jayananda Lama dies of heart attack caused by lethal shot, lethal injections. Andy Griffith show child actor Pat Rawson dies of shot-induced heart attack. Batman actor and stuntman Dave Leah Lee dies after a short illness linked to shot. Latori Alessandro DeSantis, John from Johnny Stacchino, dies of shot. Great actor Mitko Apostolovsky dies unexpectedly after toxic jab. Comedian and romantic Lorianne Renault dies of cancer following back shot. Ashvin Luximon, former East Ender soap star, dies of aneurysm at 38 following shot. So I don't know. Those are just like some. Just the list goes on. We haven't. People have really not compiled it. How many people have really died? And I think that that's a problem. The government's not going to do it. Like I said before, I think it's the state. Um, the state governments are the ones that are going to have to pick up the slack from the corrupt federal government. They're going to have to collect everything. They're going to have to get all the information. 
based upon their state and, and, and pass it on to the public. They're some, something that's not corrupt. One thing you'll see in this talk is uh, regulatory capture. So um, these regular, our regulatory agencies have been captured by individuals and entities that do not have the country's people in interest or humanity in general in interest. So I think you'll see that here. Let's see if I can get this to play. I showed this guy. This is Hayden. Uh, you're controversial, but you know, we need to speak to you because if you're onto something, when we're going wrong, they didn't do that. They smeared me, censored me, same as Paul. You know, everyone who's trying to speak out and tell the public we are under so basically humanity is under attack. All parts of the world are under attack. There's no way you can go it's safe. So if you've heard a word of this and you think there might be something in it. Now is the time. Now is the time. I can't reach beyond you. Whoever's listening out there, I can't reach the 10 people in your family, the 20 people in your community. I will never reach them. The main media will never tell them the truth. It's you. If you don't go and tell them this very day, and then tomorrow and the next day, we will lose human freedoms forever, and we will be subject to digital tyranny. That's what vaccine passports were leading to. Cashless digital money, totally regulated by whoever controls the database, and it's not going to be your government or local council. It'll be yes. a supranational sort of control whether you can spend your slave tokens, because that's what they'll be. You won't, there'll be no more politics, because if they don't like what you're saying, and you don't like them, you won't be able to buy a rail ticket and a bottle of water. So if you don't, you, I don't know how to stop this, but I tell you what, I sincerely believe that more people who know this the less likely they are. Yes. Yeah. So that, uh, that was the second time I've heard him talk. And then I think this is Jacinda Ardern. This is another monster. Hell is empty. The devils are all here. And they're starting to, the, these WEF uh, filth pigs are starting to kind of change their story. I think as the public is figuring out that they've been, they've been had, but uh the most up-to-date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, you can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. We will be your single source of truth. She literally said that on the record. Wow. We'll share everything we can, uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. Uh, and so I really ask people to focus. So let's give just example of that. It used to be this text which originated in Malaysia and has become a viral hoax in Australia and in New Zealand. How irresponsible is it that people are sharing that news of the lockdown imminent in New Zealand? Yeah. And, and look, that's the kind of thing that adds um, to the anxiety that people feel. So I continue to share the message. New Zealanders must prepare. But do not panic, prepare. And, and when you see those messages, remember that unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth. And I really ask people, just visit um, uh, covid19.govt.nz. It has all of the up-to-date information. That's, uh, that's terrible. Like I said earlier, there's very little uptake. People are not buying the story anymore. Um, 
that kind of the message seems to be going out through the grapevine. This is one example. Can you advise what will happen to the surplus stock? Um, what is the shelf life of the, the product we already have in the country? Um, and can that not be redirected, for example, to the COVAX program rather than just another report or something about wastage rather than just any waste? Yeah, so that's just showing 50. That's just huge, epic mismanagement. Your government in Australia pays for 51 million and less than a million take that. So 1%, 2% uptake. I mean, it's great that people aren't taking it. And I said in the earlier ones, if you did take a, uh, the death the toxic shot, the FLCCC has a protocol you can do, ivermectin, resveratrol, anti-inflammatories, a whole host of stuff. And I've read stories about people healing themselves. Uh, if you make it a year, you're in good shape. That's a sign that you've probably got rid of it. You want to do intermittent fasting, autophagy, kill the old bad cells, get the new cells in. You can do, you know, eat only for 10 hours and fast for the remaining 14. Um, some of these I'll show, they're so horrifying. Like this is the literal, like how a bioweapon looks. This woman's whole skin peeled off. Um, I don't want to show this, but this is, this is a horror show. And then the, these stories are harsh. The babies are being born. It's not like a normal baby. Um, they're also, the other thing also, I think it's like the whole issue for me is bro I broke it down into three different parts. Is there really a virus? And I think the answer is yes. Who made it? So I'm going to show in the slides some books that are coming up that go into how they took this SARS virus and put AIDS inserts in it. And that's probably the reason why people have something called long COVID. And why their people are being tested for uh, tested positive for HIV. And then there's another issue with these hospital protocols where the incentives were reversed. The incentives were reversed so that the hospitals made money if somebody got put on a ventilator or given remdesivir or remdeath severe, remdeath severe, and where that's from and who who uh, enforced that protocol is vitally important because that's either intentional or neg negative or negligent homicide. Like those are the standards, the criminal standards. So how those things got put in the set. And then who decided on this gene therapy shot as opposed to other types of injections and where was it manufactured and what's really in it? Like what, what riches, which is brew stuff is in it. But uh, those are really the three things. Also doctor silence is important, but I'll watch, uh, I'll play this. This is about remdesivir. And this is a, an important researcher, Steve Kirsch. And I, I mentioned him last time, but I'll try to get, I need to put the link to his Substack because he's doing daily up, daily articles and research on by, you know, objective, real journalism. Let's see if I can get this to start. Unfortunately, as you know, patients are imprisoned in the hospital. They have no rights. The hospital dictates what doctors will treat with. And if doctors don't go along with their protocol, they will be terminated and they'll find any way to terminate you. And we should know that there's probably financial incentives because 
know, obviously if you're diagnosed with COVID, you get a bonus. If you're intubated, you get a bonus. If you prescribe this ridiculous drug, remdesivir, which increases your risk of death, increases your risk, you get a 20% bonus. So there are enormous financial incentives for that. Just for prescribing a drug? Yes. For prescribing remdesivir, you get a 20% bonus on the entire hospital bill. Who's paying that? The US government? The federal government, yes. So these are Medicare patients. If you're a Medicare patient, you get a 20% bonus. On the entire bill? On the entire hospital bill. And you know what? The hospital bill, the average is about four hundred to $500,000 per COVID patient. Per COVID patient. Wow. So we're, we're talking a significant incentive for the hospital we, to say yes, follow the protocols. We're following, there's a lot of small change involved, and that's why they don't like troublemakers who um, are going to interfere with their bottom line. I mean, the, the patient outcome, whether patients live or die, is completely irrelevant. It's all about the bottom line and profiteering and, uh, and making money. So... A lot of people would think that we should be incentivizing hospitals to save lives and that hospitals should get $100,000 if they save the COVID life. If someone checked in and, and is suffering respiratory distress and the hospital is able to save that patient, then they should get like a $30,000 bonus if they can figure out, you know, because you should incentivize the outcomes that you want, right? Yeah, so it's upside down. You actually get incentivized for patients die, which is completely the opposite of, you know, the traditional Chinese medicine. So, if, in fact, if patients did badly, these practitioners weren't paid because they were disincentivized because the patient did badly. We actually have a system where patient, where the hospital actually profits from patients being intubated, going on a ventilator and dying. So that is just one example. This is a good one about uh, Kerry Mullis, who invented the PCR test, and about him and Fauci. I think it's pertaining to age. This is a monster. This is literal, like, one of the most evil people who ever, ever lived. Let's see if I can get this up. Certainly one of the most evil people in our time, no doubt. Because they've done it in the past and always gotten away with it. 30 years ago, Anthony Fauci... This is a guy who does good research for InfoWars. His last name is Reese, R-E-E-C-E. -E. I wish I had the title of this. Head of the NIH made a name for himself by pushing for higher doses of the deadly drug AZT and old cancer chemotherapy, too dangerous for approval, not to age patients. Kerry Mullis was hired to measure HIV in people's blood samples with his PCR. He was working under the premise that HIV was the probable cause of AIDS. But when he went looking for the proof, he found there was none. They just made it up. What is that paper? Who do I go to for that? And I looked around, I asked a couple of virologists that come in, they said, Can I have to reference? I said, I have to reference that because I don't know. I don't know where that came from. How do I know that? And it turned out that nobody knew it. And I was getting really freaked about that. That's when I first started saying, they don't know. Nobody really does. This whole thing is a big sham. Mullis pointed out how the CDC was losing money 
and how the HIV AIDS connection brought their profits back in the black and how the men at the highest levels were all in on it. Carrie Mullis knew these men were dangerous. They want people like me walking up and asking them those kind of questions. And they're willing to like go to great lengths to prevent that. They're out on a limb. I wouldn't want to be there with them. But he was still outspoken. When ABC's Nightline approached him about doing a documentary on his work, Mullis convinced them to cover the HIV debate after nearly a decade of ignoring it. In a 1994 interview with Celia Farber for Spin Magazine, Terry Mullis expressed how he really wanted to expose Anthony Fauci and Robert Gallo. He said that he'd be willing to chase the little bastard from his car to his office, a Nobel Prize winner trying to ask a simple question from those who spent $22 billion and killed 100,000 people. It has to be on TV. I'm not unwilling to do something like that. Unfortunately, not many people were listening back then. And on August 7th, 2019, just about three months before the first utterance of COVID-19. He was gone, yeah. So that's, uh, that is remarkable. So I've got a lot of other videos I could show, but I think that that kind of goes into the videos that I want to cover. And then I'll, I'll show the slides right here. So this is recent. This is dated September 28th, Twindemic Alert. Go get your jabs. It's the Daily Express in the UK. This is the HHS still putting stuff out. 50 or older, the numbers are staggering. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. So get your updated COVID vaccine now. The one that was tested on eight mice and put out emergency, acknowledged by Fauci, as a matter of fact. That's something you want to have as evidence in any trial. He acknowledged that he knows that this most recent vaccine or shot is was tested on eight mice and he's putting it out into the public. It's incredible. It's incredible. And you have like presidents and vice presidents just sleep at the wheel. And I think it's very important. Like, how are these shots manufactured? Where are they coming from? Why are they kept at sub-zero temperatures? Why aren't there accurate statistics from the deaths and disability from the, your own government? So that you pay taxes to your government. Why aren't there act? They, they had, I remember the Johns Hopkins uh, COVID analysis, like they had a, a map where they showed people who had COVID, supposedly these numbers that were coming from the governments, which I don't trust any uh, at all anymore. But why aren't they do that for the, the this job? Why isn't that being covered? I mean, they have bears, but that's not, that's uh, voluntary, not mandatory. Where's the oversight for that? They'll make sure to get your jab, but they won't follow up on that. So that's, uh, that's very telling. And uh, who's surviving, too? Like, who didn't get the jab? I would say if you didn't get the jab, you may feel feel like, hey, I didn't get the jab. You may be in trouble by, by saying that you didn't in time because you may be put into a group that people who put out this shot does not want around honestly does not want your type they don't want people who talk too much they don't want people who are going to cause trouble maybe other authoritarian measures so you're in a if you are in the un i would keep your mouth shut i mean you have to really think about it like what what do you really want to do if you're jabbed like i said there's there's solutions i think really i think that zogby poll i think i mentioned it um in my first talk showed that of like 500 or 1,000 people interviewed, 15% admitted injury. 
So 85% for whatever reason do not get any illness or sickness, which is good over time, you know, but that granted could happen down the road, but um, your odds aren't great, but they're not 100% down. So anyway, this is it. So you got to really think of what's the consequences. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're still pushing it. That's kind of why I'm still doing this. It's really incredible. There's there's uh, Fauci. This is February 28th, 21, saying all three vaccines are 100% effective against death and hospitalization, said Fauci. And then you see at four doses, there's all the stuff. And you get, you get AIDS, too. You can get some AIDS-related uh, complications. So this guy's associated with AIDS, man. All over. He's just a monster. 50 years in the government. Nobody's ever kicked him out. Like somebody caught him at Aspen. I don't know what he's doing in Aspen. That's a big question. But this was um, just last weekend. And he does look kind of like a little elf. does something. But he has no mask. But we'll see him later in masks. But he's walking around without masks. I wonder why. That's a hypocrite. There he is with a mask. This is another monster. This is one of the monsters from Canada. Hell is empty. The devils are all here. I moved, Dan, I moved all of my stuff off of YouTube. I'm not keeping all my stuff on YouTube. I will now be on Rockfin, and you can listen to it on all the stuff. All my audio is on William Ramsey Investigates on anything, Spotify, iTunes. And then the video, if you want to see the video, you can go to my Patreon page. William Ramsey under Patreon. This guy's another a monster, another hypocrite, which this is um, just six days ago. Canada strongly supports people expressing themselves and protesting peacefully around. That's exactly what your own citizens did. They peacefully protested against the mandates, but you went after their bank accounts and said that you're going to prosecute them or do something. <laughs> Just a total monster. We calling on the Iranian regime, regime to end its repression of freedom of expression and to end the ongoing harassment and discrimination against women. What about just the general discrimination about people? Hell is empty. The devils are all here. These are monsters. Then this is another thing. I mean, what they're finding is the spike protein is being, they said the spike protein would only stay in your arm. It was a total lie. Um, it goes all throughout your body, all throughout the organs, and gets passed through your mother's milk into the babies. You're going to see the biosphere has been poisoned. And these are devils. These are the most monstrous people. It's unbelievable. The passivity of the public is also very unbelievable. It's actually believable, but I'm surprised at uh, this generation. So you see here in the CD, this is like the CDC. It says you have to see this. Babies do get some protection against some diseases through breastfeeding. However, vaccines are this. These vaccines are the safest, most effective way to prevent many diseases for all babies, even those who are breastfed. This is the CDC. That's 2019. And you can see through that. Uh, there's a video that I, I have to show that'll scroll through it. Myopericarditis reported to VAERS by year. So only 2021, 22. And you'll see that too. I actually have something from Died Suddenly Australia that shows that there were almost no reports of myocarditis or pericarditis in the past prior to the outroll of these shots. This is the CDC recommended vaccine schedule for U.S. children. It's a monstrosity. The fact that this is a fraud is you actually have to take like a something for hepatitis no it's it's one of the liver diseases but like only the only people who get that is like uh 
think it's hepatitis C is like rare. They're like pumping it into little kids. This is this is a monstrosity. Uh, this guy's another important researcher, uh, Harvey Risch. Um, epidemiology, right? So these are epidemiologists. They're looking into epidemics. That's what they're trained to do. Same with Peter McCor. And his biggest lie was like it was safe and effective. That's another video I got to show. This is recent too. This is Washington Post, September 23rd. Ask Damon, should I get my anti-vax friend's baby vaccinated without telling him? Monster. Another monster. He'd probably do anything for a buck. Europe. This is from published December 26th. 755% spike in excess deaths in kids since vax rollout. Wow. They're murdering the children. People can't defend and protect their own kids. Air Canada welcomes the removal of these restrictions, acknowledging that air travel is safe and the measures were not justified by science. Pretty bold. September 26, 2022. Yeah, uh, murder case. Yeah, different batches. I'm going to go into the batches here in a second. So this is another thing about the breast milk. I think the dates six months ago, no trace of MNRA. And then December 20, uh, September 26, 2022, today's the 29th. Detection of messenger RNA COVID-19 vaccines in human breast milk. And this is trace amounts. This is JAMA Pediatrics. Peter McCullough. Findings suggest they may have much longer lasting effect in the body with destruction of ribosomal RNA as a proxy for the continued cytosolic presence of the genetic product. These are all the bums who are telling you to get the shot. Bill Gates brags about ordering Trump not to investigate COVID vaccine danger. He also pays people to monitor media, but what's being said about it too. Hell is empty. The devils are all here. This guy changed his mind. He actually was four shot. His dad died of a heart attack. Dr. Asem Malhotra and says that the sudden cardiac death of my father, Dr. Kalash Chand Malhotra is probably associated with the shot. So at least he's, he's got enough gut spine to actually change his mind. Promoted it, now says stop. And then he wrote a paper. I forgot what it was, but it's conclusion results. I forgot what it was. Conclusion, it cannot be said that the consent to receive these agents was fully informed, as is required ethically and legally. So it's legal standard. If you're not giving informed consent, the legal standard is breached, and almost everybody did not get informed consent because they don't even know what's in it. And a lot of them were forced to take it. So those are forced. The mandate is a force. You are forced to take it. Um, a pause and reappraisal of global vaccination policies for COVID-19 is long overdue. Conclusion, there is a strong scientific, ethical, and moral case to be made that the current COVID vaccine administration, they should just stop calling it vaccine. It doesn't prevent illness. causes illness. You have what's the inverted word for vaccine? That's the kind of what word I need and want to figure out. Shot is too mild. Something else, top poison. The COVID poison administration must stop until all the raw data has been subjected to fully independent scrutiny. Good luck. That's why independent, you have to go through these other agencies that aren't corrupt through the states or something. Looking to the future, the medical and public health professions must recognize these feelings and eschew the tainted dollar of the medical industrial complex. Yes, you do. So you were mentioning the bad batch. That's murder to case. So you see these batch codes. You can check out your batch codes. Uh, 
if you do have your card, it'll show your batch. And this is, I don't know what the colors mean on this, but you can see it associated deaths, disabilities, and illnesses. And it shows that something's going on. Is there a test within the experiment? That's what somebody has said during the uh, Reiner Fulmec investigation. I forgot what it was called, but he did a, this is some, somebody's tinkering with the batches. That's what this indicates. This, if you, in a normal spread, those dots would just be adjusted all over the place. There would be just like scatter shot, like a shotgun shot. Instead, they're in lines and batches and times and certain rollouts. So that 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 uh, tells you a lot. How it started, how it's going. Albert Burla supposedly sick. And this is very recent. This is uh, September 24th, tested positive. Haven't gotten the bivalent booster. While we've made great progress, the virus is still with us. So he's still propagandizing. It's another monster. This is from Robbie Starbuck. The Pfizer CEO has had four of his own COVID vaccines, supposedly. Allegedly, that's what he claims. Yet he now has COVID for the second time in six weeks. Last time he said he took Paxlovid, too. You can't make this up. It seems so safe and effective. There's a lot about everything. Nothing they said was honest. And actually, they said it was an experimental shot. I'm beginning to think that it was, uh, they know what's in it. They know 100%. They know its consequences, really what I meant. This is another uh, showing that people are not taking this death shot. This is from the U.S. The other one was from Australia. This is the U.S. ordered 151 million updated COVID booster shots, but only 4.4 went into arms as Biden says the pandemic is over. This is September 23rd, 2022. So 1.5%. So this is this is neg- this is mismanagement. I mean, we're not even talking about the billions being wasted in Ukraine to try to start World War III and kill all of us. But this is like incredible. They're not making these batches for demand. Who made that order? Who like if you were in a business and you overordered like that? You would be marched out and probably prosecuted or something. What's going on? Who's overseeing this? Why did they order 171? How much was that? How much were those stupid? They're not even boosters. How much is like boosting you to the grave? That's what they should call them. It's really incredible. Passivity of the American public is incredible, too. It's really amazing. That's part of the issue. It's not just how they do it to you, but that people take it. It's incredible. FDA talks back. This is something. There was something people went to Washington to say, hey, we died from this. Did they be injured? We got nothing. This is from Mary Beth Pfeiffer. It's published by Peter McCullough, September 22nd, 2022. 20 people who were harmed by the shot came to Washington, D.C. this week, sick, bereaved from a dozen states, seeking help, help from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is what they got. One hour with top the top vaccine official in the United States in a Zoom call to their hotel conference room. Wow. Two had lost sons, 16 and 34 years old. Soon after their shots, three were in wheelchairs, including a girl, 14, a surgeon, a nurse practitioner, teacher, and most others can no longer work. They're disabled. Once healthy and fit, many had been eager to take the death shot. They were hiding behind a monitor, said Brianne Dressen, 41, a Utah mother of two who was incapacitated in the shot trial for which she enthusiastically volunteered in November 2020. All of us, we came out here, and Peter Marks could not get out of his house and meet with us. It tells you a lot. 
And this is from Senator Johnson. And this is YouTube, another fascist swine, the worst kind of people on earth. Um, he says, quote, YouTube has displayed a troubling track record of censoring a sitting United States senator, the proceedings of the United States Senate, journalists that interview me, and the display of data is entirely generated from U.S. government health agencies, Johnson explained. He demanded the Google-owned YouTube cough up documents by October 5th related to the company's long history of hiding Johnson's work from the public, just like they got rid of you know, Trump. These are monsters. This is another thing. This is... Uh... Shamed and disgraced, FDA knows agency has done great harm and cannot face them. Yeah, they're right. They, they hold their head in shame. Most of these people, you should throw like garbage at them, like rotting vegetables. Like they're just, they shouldn't even be seen in public. Fauci, Walensky, Gottlieb, uh, just Marx. These guys are all Marx. Who's the head of the, who's the head? Is that you're going to have a winter of death and disability? I forgot that the vaccines are. Oh my gosh. This is actual alert. I think this is a real posting that shows that. The vaccine side effects include headaches, menstrual irregularities, Bell's palsy, blood clots, heart attacks, and strokes, and sudden death. I mean, at least that's honest. I wouldn't take anything that's going to give me that. There's also a story I haven't verified that 400 teachers in Jamaica have died from the shot. Um, this is eight in eight days. This is May 19th, 2022. So all this stuff is being centered, censored. Two more teachers die in 24 hours. So it's now eight in eight days. The teacher's name who died is Amori Tomlinson. Jennifer Gidden, acting principal and vice principal of Charlemont High School, also died on Wednesday. So I have to verify this. Undertakers are run off their feet with abnormally high numbers of Australians dying, and it's not just because of COVID. And then it says, like, a picture of a smiling, dumb person saying, doctor's baffled. The public knows. And then what's baffling is the doctor signs. Some are coming out, but I think a lot of them are afraid. I think that the regular regulators control them, and it's uh, this is actually brilliant. You can see this. Um, somebody, I think it's at Walmart, did a good job of putting the Grim Reaper, the Death Reaper from Halloween, over the sign for COVID nineteen vaccines. That's brilliant. That's just like the best kind of culture jamming ever. Bill Gates stars in Honey, I Shrunk the Population. That, that weird kind of creepy sweater with the collar shirt so these are the books you want to watch out for that are coming out people say there's no virus i'm relying on the scientists who have the you know microscopes that can look into these very small uh things virology and so this is like the books you want to watch out for robert robert f kennedy wrote a good book on fauci the next one's coming out December 13th, 2022. The Wuhan cover-up. How U.S. health officials conspired with the Chinese military to hide the origins of COVID-19. And then somebody who was involved, his name is not on here. Anyway, so this is the Died Suddenly News. Died Suddenly. It reached 300,000 members and Facebook took it down. Ask yourself why real people, real people telling their tragic stories about the kill shot are being censored and silenced so much for the first amendment unbelievable times we're living in yes very much so it's another thing saying died suddenly even the backup page is gone so they got rid of the facebook back backup page so going to the stories these are from the u.s i've got the u.s stories so i saved a lot of these they're saved on external drive they're saved on the, the videos that i have on patreon so you can go back and read it i'm reading it through 
but uh, here we go. What's happening is truly tragic and undoubtedly evil on the highest level. I know of someone who got Bell's palsy after a tomato. Someone who passed away the night after getting the first tomato. My pastor had a stroke after the first tomato, then passed of a brain hemorrhage a few months after his second potato tomato. His wife missed church for months and is in a wheelchair after he eating two tomatoes. A 16-year-old boy passed away in his sleep. My friend's sister has uterine cancer after her two tomatoes. Another good friend's BP med stopped working after 10 years of being on the lowest dose after three tomatoes. Another friend passed out and was rushed to the ER and ironically tests show nothing wrong. I suspect he ate some tomatoes. Lady in town has complete blockage in two legs. Was supposed to have surgery, but surgeons wouldn't, couldn't do it and are trying to come up with another plan. She also has heart problems now. Her husband was rushed to ER for heart probs. But tests came back normal after heart meds made him feel better. Weird, but not sure if they did a D-dimer. Parents' neighbor has had surgery and is in a wheelchair and has aged tremendously after his two tomatoes. I think he has VAC-induced polio. I know of several people who have had meningitis after their two tomatoes, and that's all I can think of off the top of my head. There's more. That's all in Texas, minus one meningitis case. I live next. I live in Oregon. That should explain most of this. Myself, my son, and my two nephews didn't get any pumpkins. I was pretty close to being jobless for refusing to get any, but thankfully the higher-ups went to with a court ruling and didn't continue and try to force me into pumpkins that I didn't want. I was and am willing to die on this hill or absolutely not, of absolutely not. My whole family went to the pumpkin patch two or three times. My mom, stepdad, dad, stepmom, sister and brother-in-law too, all got pumpkins. I'm sure my two grandmothers, mom's side and dad's side, will be going for a fourth. My maternal grandmother fell and hurt her hip. She says she tripped over her slipper, but I can't help but think she fainted because of the seeds. She also lives in an assisted living facility, so they made her eat the seeds. She was literally a prisoner during the Halloween time of the 20s. My paternal grandmother is okay, and so far no issues that I know of for now. I know of one childhood friend that passed due to the combination of seeds and the protocols of the pumpkin patch. Another childhood friend who picked up three pumpkins and had a big stroke. He still has right side problems and is currently learning how to read again. He's 37. Anyway, for, sorry for the long post here, but I can't help but think that I may be alone in the next few years. That it's going to be raising my two nephews and my son. I tried so hard to share all the information I knew and heard, but unfortunately fell upon deaf ears or was shut down. I was come from my respect your elders generation. So I'd say my piece, telling them over and over not to get those pumpkins and they'd get upset at me and I would let it go. Ugh, this makes me so anxious and sad. I almost wish I wasn't awake to all this and completely naive. It would make things much easier, but then again, at least I'll be around to be there for the, these three kids. Next. My next-door neighbor just turned 96 years old. Bless her heart, she's the sweetest lady. She lives by herself in her home. Her family bought when they came from Italy. She was 10. She still takes care of herself and makes her meals from scratch and gardens with a little help. She was still driving up to 2020 in summer months, and as she has family to check up on her daily. She was afraid of my husband and I when we moved in, covered in tattoos and some piercings, and ride big, loud Harleys. She adores us and her kids now. Well, she got the shot put, and at the request of her family, she was very healthy and extremely active for her age. After said shot put, it went south. She was lingering, headaches, dizzy spills, pain in her legs and feet. She seems to float in and out sometimes, too, like she can't keep up with conversation like she used to, and she forgets a lot now. This woman was still weeding and gardening. Now she hasn't touched her plants. She doesn't take her morning walk anymore, and she very rarely comes outside. We have next, lived next door to her for, 10 years, for seven years now. 
and I recently saw her in her night robe without her hair and makeup done. This woman comes from an era that women didn't show their face unless their until their hair and face was on. I've have many, many other stories, but this one resonates with me because she was literally healthier than me, and I'm 32 years old. It's a long list. I'll keep the descriptions as sort of short as possible. Ontario, Canada. Brother-in-law collapsed at home, rushed to St. Joseph's Hospital in Toronto. Small, rare, cancerous tumor on his small intestine. Internal bleed out. Lost two-thirds of his blood. Survived. Month later, had strokes. Couldn't talk, couldn't move his limbs, and was drooling. Survived. A denier to this day. Friend in remission from colon cancer for five years. Did two cocktails. It's back in one week along with stage four lung cancer. He is one of a few who knows what caused it. Next door neighbors, two apartments, one in gent in his 50s, gone, heart attack, died. Another apartment, man, early 70s, fit, had a home gym. Early 70s, discovered cancer, dead in 19 days. Cousin's friend, dead three days after one bullet. Young man, 29, worked at our hospital, known, my, known to my kids. Went to our hospital, wasn't feeling well. Discovered a cancerous tumor and blood cancer, dead in two days. A guy who worked for me years ago, 50, discovered an aggressive stomach cancer that pa this past February, died in August of this year. Son-in-law went to hospital three times with chest pains in three months. First two, they said COVID pneumonia. Last visit, doctor couldn't find anything. Said it must be skeletal or muscular. Sent him to a chiropractor. A local woman I used to work with, her friend totally fit, 52, she died in her sleep. My sister was buying some items from a local woman. She was a teacher in her 40s, was injured by the bullets, couldn't work anymore, moving back home to live with her mom. My niece's friend, school teacher, pregnant with twins, a week before a scheduled C-section, baby girls born sleeping. And you'll see more of that in these stories. Before I was fired for not taking bullets, my courier co-workers at medical testing facility had some problems. A, gent off work, electrical signals to his heart not firing properly. B, a gent on holidays in Mexico, kidney failure, spent time in a Mexican hospital, also stuck with a $40,000 bill, which insurance would not pay for. C, a gent, very fit, a jock all his life, collapsed at home. Later said to me, must be old sports injur injuries. Yeah, okay. Another denier. D, three women couriers, all off for a large number of weeks with vertigo. All of us couriers in our 50s and 60s. There's much, much more. Forgot a couple who I think are important to mention. Wife bumped into an old friend in the grocery store a couple weeks ago. She said to my wife, did you hear that I have incurable blood cancer? Waiting for a bone marrow match, 62 years old. Old business friend of mine says that to me in a polite way. Both me and my wife got the protection. We're fine. Saw him a few months later. His wife has sepsis and early Alzheimer's, but I think you get the picture. Next. This is the teacher story. My, so my mom got her first fist to... In March, April 21, her only initial complaints were headaches and brain fog for the first few days. Well, the headaches went away, but the brain fog never did. Over the next few months, she began to lose her ability to communicate normally and kept complaining of brain fog. It got so bad that I had to put her into an assisted living facility because she could no longer communicate. Now at 78 years old, she can't say anything. Her neurologist said they have never seen anything like it. At first, she was diagnosed with dementia, but then they started to say it was expressive aphasia. Does anyone else know of anyone to completely lose their speaking abilities. This is incredibly sad. Next. Woman 39, who was a living doll, works professionally with the elderly in a facility in 
So has been up to date with her dieting right along with mysterious crippling brain blockage just after her third meal of the day. 59-year-old gifted artisan in, in incredible shape due to the sort of work he has done his entire life. Profound circulo-blocking. Then some mast cell mania. Had to retire from the physically demanding outside work, but the local hardware store gained an employee. One of those who was keen to lecture others about how tasty and nutritious MoFiz prepared meals are now experiencing a rare and inex inexplicable bloom of malignancy as his spouse is suffering greatly from almost no lung function due to long coof that started just after when he had eaten a second fizzy TV dinner in their 60s but had been in great shape for their ages. 48-year-old nurse had a weird clump red cells heart attract and seems to be halfway recovering, had to follow some mandatory meal plans and had breakfast and lunch and after supper got the attract. Next, lost her first cousin two months ago, fully juiced, had a boost a week and a half before a blood clot killed her. I'm so broken over this. Let's repeat. Had two cherries back in early 2021 because it was necessary in order for me to keep my job. The weary of it, I went through with it in order to keep my job because truthfully, I really loved it. And I worked with some great people. Fast forward to this morning and I wake up around 6 a.m., have a shower and a cup of coffee and sit down with my laptop. A couple minutes of browsing the web and boom, I have a stroke. It only lasted 10 minutes, which is surprising. I'm not that old and fairly healthy and active. Next, I know four guys in their early 20s with myocarditis, one guy with Bell's palsy, one currently hospitalized with stroke-like symptoms, also early 20s. These are all Army guys. And my colleague lost his father eight days after his... You know what that is? His needle to a blood clot, and then his grandmother 45 days later to ovarian cancer out of the blue. My stepfather also collapsed seven weeks after his needle, and they cut out several feet of his bowel that died suddenly. All of them had one needle. That's my personal tally so far. I lost a next. I lost a dear friend last night, 56 years old, simultaneous stroke and heart attack that got in the juice. Did have some comorbidities, but this was sudden. Next, a very close friend and her sister got the main entree every time it was available. The sister got an extra side every time. 11 years ago, she had a pituitary tumor removed, and suddenly the tumor came back and much larger than the first one, and she was almost blind. She just had the tumor removed, and while she was in the hospital, she thought she was having a heart attack, and she had just been diagnosed with congestive heart failure. Also, another patient next to her died in recovery right out of surgery. The other sister, my close friend, has had several bouts with vertigo, felt like her heart was racing, and is wearing a heart monitor, but she's hesitant to tell me too much as she knows my stance on eating at restaurants. They are both in their 70s, so I'm sure they'll assume it's due to senior citizen discount, but I watched firsthand how their health declined rapidly after dining out. Next, from previous Asana employee, someone died of a stroke while eating at the Asana office in San Francisco today, man around 40 years old. Company First Culture wants everyone to come back to office, but will, would require three signatures on a card. We know what that means. I know someone next. I know someone who took two sandwiches, and he was a healthy young man. And just a few weeks ago, maybe a month now, he had a heart attack. I led into my question to him by saying, you don't have to answer this, and this is private and a personal question. And he already knew what I was going to say and interrupted me and said, yeah, I did have the sandwiches. I did two of them, unquote. Next. 
I just lost another person, my sweet friend Pat, late last night, triple juiced. She had ovarian cancer in 2018, survived that. Guess what comes up in August, six months after being juiced this year? More cancer. She pulled away from me back in 2019 for, quote, political reasons, unquote. We got past that and had a difference of opinion when she was getting the juice. I tried to tell her how dangerous it was because of her previous bout with cancer. The brainwashing is deep. She was 64. God have mercy on us. Next. A friend's husband just passed. His health went down after his drink. His wife advised him not to. Three other people I know have cancer after drinks. One was a recurrence. Two women had miscarriages. It just goes on and on. Next. My mother-in-law was healthy for 80 years old. Fed herself and her husband well. Sister-in-law not so. She has a myriad of, myriad of serious illnesses. The family was afraid they would give her something and the doctor encouraged them to eat pizza. Mom ordered two ingredients on her pizza, as did dad. The pizza did not agree with either of them on the second ingredient. Sis followed the same advice. Mom was fine for about six months, then out of nowhere came lung cancer. Chemo for three months, remission, yay. Then the super pizza came out and they were encouraged to get extra cheese. She floated two months later. Cancer came back throughout the house. Sister-in-law doesn't see how the pizza company is bad, and she ordered her fifth pizza. She tells us she's proof the pizza didn't make mom float. After all, dad is still around at 86. Next. My sister, 58, passed in January after being admitted to Bonner General in Sandpoint with bat died seven days after receiving the pineapple juice. Her husband didn't have an autopsy. She was healthy other than a bit overweight. She should not be dead. Next. Suspicious. Very sad. Mother dies in November. Her husband has a stroke in January and their adult daughter just had a brain bleed and now has two surgeries later, leaving her in a coma. And now family pulled life support and she's passed. Next. The people I know who have had one or more of the glasses of wine. Uncle diagnosed with aggressive lung cancer and passed away. My parents' neighbor collapsed and died of a brain hemorrhage. One neighbor was diagnosed with aggressive stomach cancer and now passed away. The other developed heart problems and suffered a series of heart attacks and is now bedridden and is expected to pass soon. My brother now has heart and circulation problems. One of my close friends was diagnosed with aggressive lung cancer and is now terminally ill. Both our best man and usher from our wedding now have serious blood pressure problems. The local shopkeeper's arm swelled up and he couldn't move it. He collapsed and died suddenly soon after. Our friend's sister had a stroke. My father runs a maintenance company for homeowners. Nine of his customers have now passed suddenly. Next. I love my boss to death, but we have very different views on some things, and I'm glad he didn't try to force us employees to eat the cookies or I'd be at another job. He did, however, make his kids eat the cookies. Now his healthy 19-year-old daughter, who is a weightlifter and gymnast in college on an athletic scholarship, has sudden unexplained heart issues. He's still in the denial of the cause, and since... He and his son haven't had issues yet. Next. Received a message that a dear friend of our family, she's like a mom to me, went into cardiac arrest three times yesterday. Each time they brought her back, but it happened out of nowhere. She was only complaining of pains in her foot. She got juiced at the threat of her doctor, who told her she wouldn't be considered for a kidney transplant if she didn't get juiced. Some of these are so long. Next, an update on the friend whose baby developed a 500-gram cancerous tumor on the kidney, underwent a six-hour surgery to remove it, and now has to have chemo at, the, at one year old. Mom did not take cookies while pregnant, but as soon as the baby was born, was told if the bub had an issue, she would not be allowed to see it, and hubby had to get cookied because no visitors in the hospital without it. They both had the cookie then, and at six, 
in a second, six months later. Baby has been getting breastfed the whole time, was born perfectly healthy, was told BS by doctor that the cancer cell was there at birth. All cells in your body have the potential when unchecked replication is triggered. Now they are going to destroy this poor baby's immune system. I'm gutted for the parents. I hope there is justice one day for what these elites have done. Disgusting. Some of them are longer. This was pictures of a story I talked before where this lady went in and literally died at the pharmacy. It's in Saskatoon. There's a long list. Robert Michael. This is from Ontario, Canada. It's just like a slaughter. My baby was born two months preem. Spent six weeks in the hospital. During that time, I met several times with the lactation consultant in the NIC unit who was a lovely lady, I assume in her late 40s. She just had news last week that she went away with some friends and died suddenly in her sleep. She would have been fully YKW due to her being able to work in the hospital. My partner's best friend, mom, also had been hospitalized with a severe blood clot. Also YKW and heavily brainwashed. And lastly, my own granddad got two. Two months later, he had cancer cut from his ear, and a month after that, he had a stroke. It's happening. Tragic to see this firsthand. Next. Thanks to those bravely sharing their stories here and allowing me to participate, I wanted to share what happened to my dad in case it can help others somehow. Fall 2021, dad is, takes the banner, black banner, three times, all available doses experienced gut digestive pain and has a history of many gut-related problems. So sadly, scans are not done until spring 2022. Then he's diagnosed with pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. No cancer history in family, even though they smoked, etc. He was the first and others lived into their 80s. April 2022 goes to Mayo Clinic in Arizona when starting chemo. Suddenly has mysterious shaking tremors, rigors, and high fevers, which he's never had before. No neurologic problems ever before. Doctors run weeks of tests on him looking for infection. Find none and finally call it tumor fevers, which other oncologists I have access to have never heard of. Nothing stops the rigors and fevers until prednisone. On prednisone, the fever shaking stop, but then he suddenly develops blood clots in the lungs, which are not a known side effect of either the cancer or the chemo dies, August 2022. Hope that info can help others and perhaps make his death have some meaning. Next, new here, don't know where to begin. My 28-year-old niece got the horse six months later diagnosed with neuroendocrine cancer. She's a nurse, so she has blinders on. She happily got her boosters. My sister-in-law's very active 96-year-old grandma took it and got her period. They suspected the connection, but lined up for the rest anyway. Now she has uterine cancer. My girlfriend just told me her yesterday her mom has breast cancer and dad has melanoma. At the same time, both got the unicorn. A friend got it for work, ending up with heart issues, but now has a pacemaker. I'm always hearing about someone injured or dying. If you don't drop dead from the unicorn, you become a pill customer for life. All part of the plan, maybe. These people are a ticking time bomb. Either way, it's awful because most of my family drank the Kool-Aid. And there's tons of comments and things like that on these. And so all those comments are gone. So people are giving advice, sharing their story, trying to tell where you are, all that stuff. So I mean, it's just, and this is just a horror show. This baby died. And I don't even want to show that, but... Uh, tainted blood so that they poison the biosphere and this is like a guy who is taking on some of these guys in court i think he's filed sue's name is renz thomas renz but this is like a hit piece one lawyer's rise show how vaccine misinformation can fuel fundraising and far-right celebrity they always tag you as a far-right <laughs> it's such a joke 
so embarrassing. This is like the worst propaganda. I bet the people in Russia and Pravda couldn't even write stuff this bad. Such a joke. This new, next, the snooze media will prevent any of this to get out. Part of the problem, government that is controlling this part of the problem. People that listen to the DC, DXYZ are part of the problem. If you all do nothing, you too are part of the problem. This group's a part of the solution. Immune boosters are part of the solutions. Doctors that listen to their heart and do their own research are part of the solutions. This is not just go away. The goal of the devil is less people to make this planet easier to manage. And unless you are extremely rich, you may be a candidate to audition for their stairway to heaven. This page group is proof of those willing to fight and inform to get through the censorship. Keep the faith and don't do unto others that you would not do to yourself. Retired Marine who used to work for me survived six combat tours between age between 38 and maybe 42. Just got out and got in a civil service job and was pushed by employer to be up to date on his pickles once they were released. He collapsed and died in the parking lot after eating his first pickle. He made it to his vehicle but never made it in. Nurse here in the next nurse here in the U.S. Two of our gastroenterologists are diagnosing aggressive pancreatic cancer at an alarming rate. Once she said, normally she sees this two to three times a year. This week alone, she has seen five stage four. Other doctor practices at two separate hospitals and has seen three at each hospital last week alone. They are realizing something is very wrong, but not admitting it's the juice yet. Let's see. Some of these are just too long. I, I can't read them all. Next, they made me eat the pie as well. I worked for the VA for 17 years and retired. I'm a retired Navy combat veteran air crewman. I see so much heartache and pain with people who are dealing with things they should not have happened. When a person is forced to put something in their body, it's not right. Sure, there were many times in the military good and proven tactics were used to ensure that when we were deployed, that we were safe eating pies, but this pie was never vetted properly. I pray for everyone. Currently, I'm okay. I ate the pie last year. I've been in many bad situations in five conflicts and one more but I volunteered to do so that our nation would be safe against our foreign en enemies. It disgusts me that our domestic enemies have found ways to harm our people. God bless everyone who's been negatively affected by this pie. Next, my daughter RN miscarried yesterday, too forced to, to take it work. Single mom of one, we are heartbroken. Next, my client just found out that he has PML. It's a disease which normally dormant until your immune system is suppressed. It eats the white matter of your brain, resulting in death, no cure. He's going back to his home state to die, fully juiced and was perfectly healthy. A very well-spoken, intelligent man. Now with trouble speaking and finding the word similar to symptoms of a stroke or brain tumor. Next, my family's family friend's nephew drank the potion and went back for refills. He had no known health issues, dropped dead two weeks ago. He was 44. Next, my friend's 17-year-old son had a heart attack 24 hours after drinking a second cocktail. Spent two weeks in the hospital. MRI came back with moderate damage to his heart. Troponin levels were being checked every day that he was in the hospital were increasingly rapid. By the time he was discharged, his troponin levels were that of an 80-year-old. Discharge paperwork states, quote, cocktail-induced myopericarditis. It's clear that the damage continues to occur while the cocktail is still in your system. Next, my colleague's neighbor, 45 years, dropped dead while getting into bed. Her kids found her and came to get my friend to help. Eight-year-old and my colleague's son's class died suddenly, unexplained, not unwell prior. My ex-boss's 30-year-old daughter had a headache and was dead two days later. 
Two friends have had almost nonstop super heavy periods for a year, being when they took the Kool-Aid. Next, my colleague was just diagnosed with cerebral toxoplasmosis. Googled and found it out it caused by a weakened immune system often occurs to HIV patients. Coincidentally, he had triple quacks. Next, my brother developed CNS lymphoma. He had an immediate reaction to the elephant, swollen lymph nodes, and a numb face. Lymphoma symptoms developed several months later, but he was misdiagnosed by the same doctor who told him to get the second. Despite aggressive chemo, he didn't even last six months. We are shocked and still cannot believe a young, active, brilliant man, a father, husband, and brother is taken from us. Next, a friend of mine, journalist, at 41, 41 years old. She was a very vivid singer. She got happy because the antidote was created and went two times there. And after the second one, she died. Next, after eating three pineapples, my grandma has been diagnosed with heart failure, high platelets in the millions, and a rare blood cancer called essential thrombocythemia. She always gets regular blood work and was fine, but she's now terminal. All these things develop within months. Family thinks she's just old and that pineapples are wonderful. Next, co-worker's wife is in the hospital since Thursday and is still there less than a week after now for receiving what I'm guessing to be at least four bumblebees each. Her heart rate went from normal or about to about 151 beats per minute while resting. My brother's next, my brother's roommate dropped dead 15 minutes after the juice cocktail. Another friend suddenly got rapid ALS. Another one is on about 15 meds now. Another has developed neuropathy. Another one had two of her peers suddenly drop dead in their 30s. Another one has developed a poor sinkhole in her face that needs to be stitched up twice and needed back surgery two times for a random sudden problem and can never ski again. The list goes on and on. Another got heart surgery already and both lungs collapsed and her next surgery is for numerous tiny aneurysms. All happened almost immediately after enjoying cocktails. It's terrifying and sad. Condolences to everyone losing loved ones. Next, my beautiful sister, just 50 years old and an absolute picture of health, forced to take the shot because she didn't want in order to keep her job as one of the top nurses at our local VA. She suffered a catastrophic heart attack and fought valiantly like the war poet she was for nearly two weeks, eventually succumbing to organ failure, likely from the poison. Rem death is near. She leaves behind a devastated group of family and friends including a loving husband and three amazing young boys, her father, mother, and two brothers. She was the rock of our family and will never be the same. I love you, Theo, and I'm so, so sorry. I didn't or couldn't do anything to help you. I'm racked with sorrow and guilt. Next, a friend that passed suddenly in their 36 in their sleep. The family had been told, quoted, as yet to be determined at this time, unquote, for the cause. This individual passed in April. He is the third family I know of that have been told this. Has anyone else heard of this yet to be determined? Next, my aunt went in for the first wave of aubergine, ate one pumpkin, and was dead five days later. She only went in for it as she had to go into the hospital and was terrified of bringing the mythical code cold home to her hubby. She dropped in the car on her way home and never woke up. The family had to watch her die slowly. Something has to be done. Next, my daughter's friend from high school is in the hospital with heart problems. They tried a stint, but that isn't working, so they're going to do heart surgery. She works at a nursing home, so I asked her if she had had the pineapple. Yet she said that she did have two and the last one, which would be three. She didn't have problems with the first two, she said. But after the last one, she had all kinds of problems. This was about four months ago. She doesn't connect it to the shot. She said that it runs in her family. I'm sure that she would get another one if it comes to it. She's only 40 years old. It is sad. It's so sad, but it also makes you mad. 
Next, my sister had a long struggle with Crohn's disease. She was having a flare-up and needed to go to a standard checkup. She wasn't allowed to see a doctor, she was told, unless she took the juice. She didn't know the dangers and took the advice she was given by the so-called experts. And within a week, they said she had stage four cancer. She lost all her weight and passed away within four weeks. Next, hope it would be a while before posting on this forum, but today attended a funeral for our neighbor. Never woke up Thursday morning, very healthy. Found out today his son, also very healthy in his 40s with three children, children, will be starting chemo this week. It's getting closer to home all the time. Next, my son's best friend joined the military out of high school, wanting to make a career out of it. Nine years in, got what he had to in order to stay in. Three weeks later, his heart stopped. After 20 minutes, they got it going. Now his career is over and he needs a heart transplant. He asked the doctor if it had anything to do with what was required of him. The doctor actually told him, we're not allowed to diagnose that or we'll get in trouble, but there's nothing else wrong with you. Wow. Next, my nephew by marriage recently moved to AZ to enjoy his life with his wife, my niece, and other family that lived there. Started having TIAs and dizziness that were misdiagnosed eight months ago. He had several brain seizures. Seizures. Got a call Friday night and having to pull the plug on him after surgery for brain clots. No prior history of any of this, and he has taken just one of the M's. So very sad for all the family and his kids. Prayers for all affected by this unknowingly. And for those of us who know, as we deal with the unnecessary and premature de deaths, God will expose these evil peeps and they will be judged accordingly. Mixed emotions of sadness and anger. Next. I do not believe what I just heard. My mom has three times 2021 now has rapid speed cancer, has blood clots galore, and also has recently CO2 poisoning, can't bear weight, can't walk, can't breathe, has a portable CPAP machine. Finds all the energy yesterday to go have another one. Done, undone. Next, my doctor's healthy 32-year-old son passed away weeks after the carrot while sitting at his computer of a heart attack. Never had any heart issues, and his first child is due any day. Doctor is a good Christian man that is now retiring to help raise the baby, as he is the only man in the child's life. Next, we live in a in a 55 and up park in Florida. In the beginning, we had pizza stations set up for people to get their pizzas. Many here in the park were lining up to buy pizza. Mostly were the vulnerable elderly who heard the pizza was amazing. But lately, there's been news in our community page that several, more than normal, have died in their sleep. Two of my neighbors within the last three months. Many are asking for prayers for the big C. So sad to see and hear prayers for everyone in our world. Glad to see people finally understanding these pizzas are not healthy. I pray these manufacturers be held accountable, accountable very soon. Next, a friend of mine who was double-dosed died of a brain hemorrhage. He always regretted getting them. He knew that he had made a very big mistake. God rest him. Next, a classmate of mine passed this week, 52-year-old healthy female with no history of heart issues, died of a heart attack on Wednesday. Next, my dear close friend got the first jab, was sick immediately, and was sick, sick till two weeks after his second one, which I begged him not to get when he dropped dead at 43 one day before his 44th birthday. Next, my sister didn't choose it, but my bro-in-law has been forced to army. She got pregnant in May. Twins died after the third M. Now I am worried about my cousin who's pregnant. Both mom and dad had all of them. Next, one of my good buddies from work held out a long time, but did not want to get it. Only did it for school. He woke up two weeks ago with half of his face a bit paralyzed, a swollen left eye and partial blindness. Went to see a neurologist 
and diagnosed him with myasthenia gravis. He's also producing tenfold antibodies. His neurologist said it was from the cake. They're going to record it as a cake injury. Next, I caught up with an old friend last night. Her and her two children in their 20s all got shotted. Her son recently had blood clots taken and tested positive for HIV. I'd heard of this, but I didn't know of it happening to anyone personally until now. They are all asleep and thinking her son caught it from a friend who he shared hair clippers with, FFS. Next, I have an employee that got the unicorn before coming to work for me. She was very proud to announce in her interview that she had received both courses. Since her employment began four months ago, she has had the C word twice. She constantly complains about fatigue, trouble breathing, and now she has a constant cough. Yesterday, she said she'd never been as sick as she's been this last year. She blames it on working with the public, even though she's always worked with the public. She's 21 years old. She sees no connection between any of her issues. Next, my dear close friend got the first jab, was sick immediately. Oh, I already read that one. I don't know how I got some of these doubled up. I mean, it just goes on. Cool. Next, my father passed of a sudden onset of fast-growing cancer three months after three jabs. I haven't talked about it as I'm still suffering my injuries from it. And then they're, they're in the comments, there was a lot of very interesting comments. I was starting to look through them. Um, and I think they're very telling. I think uh, I think it is. All by design, it angers me to see all the problems and death from this, quote, safe and effective juice they wanted us all to take. For those of us who listened to all the whistleblowers, we knew the truth. And I guess they weren't lying because everything they said is happening. When I still try to talk to people about it, they look at me like I'm crazy still. I'm used to it because I've been preaching for 20 years about what was going to come. Pretty much everyone at my job is juice, so I just don't talk about it there. So far, no deaths, but my best friend's 35-year-old daughter needed a liver transplant, juice three times. One lady at work had a crater on her face that was pulsing with her heartbeat. She also had a wound on her leg that wouldn't heal. Just had surgery for it. Another one is in the hospital because they kept passing out. Another having migraines in a vein that is popping out of his head. My boss is stepping down because his whole left side hurts. Edema around his heart, thinking it will be the first. he will be the first to go. It's also said but they refuse to believe the juice caused it. I cannot fix stupid. This just goes on and on. I mean, I'm at about almost 90 minutes. And there's a good one. This is the tragedy of remdesivir. These are people with the protocols. So there's a whole nother issue. It's not just the shot. It's these protocols, death protocols. So the whole, whole health, you know, industrial complex just went, went bad. It just went death. It turned into a kill, kill, uh, protocol kills. So you can, this is a website, protocol kills, and they go into all the stories of people. And I'm hearing more and more. Some of the people that I thought died of COVID died of these protocols. I think I mentioned that last time. So I think Steve Kirsch is starting to compile his own um, information right now. These are just a lot more of the quotes. Next, I attended a baby shower for my nephew at a community center in DeSoto, Texas. When I left the party, a boy of about 13 to 15 was being treated by paramedics. 
by one of the indoor basketball basketball courts. They were giving him oxygen, and he had his hand on his chest like he was experiencing chest pains. It's just, just, it's a disaster. Next, my friend was flying home from Paris to St. Martin today on Air France, AF-498. His flight was diverted to to the Azores because the passenger sitting next to him had a stroke and didn't make it. He and other passengers are traumatized. I'm sure there will be many more cases like this. My husband's co-worker's father died over the weekend. He was 80, but it was a sudden heart attack, likely had a couple drinks. So my husband went to the funeral home website to look up the obit for service times. And he commented how the whole online obit section was mostly died unexpectedly, died suddenly. And most of the people were young, under 55. And then somebody else comments, I can't believe this. What the hell is going to happen this winter? Next, at my job, a client who's in charge of funerals for a church says she now has five or six per week. She blames it on the church being an older congregation, but you can't help but wonder. She said it's so much of an increase this year that she's considered leaving her position. In my circle, it's up to nine people who've passed, two in the last week, all from heart attack, stroke, or blood clots in the past 18 months or so. This is a picture of somebody like has flesh rotting on their hand. It's terrible. Next, this is interesting because people are having personality changes. This is one that says, can the cocktail make people bitter? I know someone and she probably has had all three, if not four cocktails. She used to be so cheerful and fun. But since last year, when she started to drink, her mood has been bitter and hard to be around. Yeah, because your health isn't good. I mean, this is going to be like after some kind of natural disaster. It's going to be the psychology of what people are going to freak out. They're not going to trust their doctors. I've referenced that old Charlie Robinson, well, the initial Charlie Robinson episode that I put in the first episode of this series. And like, it's going to be like Walking Dead. I mean, there's just so many stories. It just goes on. I actually don't have the energy to read it. It's been 90 minutes. This is like 200 slides. Lost two young cousins, age 36 and 28, to heart problems in the last week. It's a freaking disaster. Um, Yeah, so that's it. I mean, I think some of the... I don't think some of the slides went all the way through. Let's see. Oh, that's right. It must be a 200. I literally had like 245 slides. It was incredible. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I just don't think I can talk about all of them. I mean, the, the you can go through the Australian Bureau of Statistics. That's one thing that I didn't show, but they have zero evidence of pericarditis or myocarditis, which is now happening. And then there's tons of propaganda out there about what's really causing these injuries and, and deaths. So, um, yeah, it's, it's bad. 
And there's all the new talk about nanoparticles. Some people have analyzed this uh, shot and said there's stuff in there that comes together and then reforms. And people have just seen incredible things that it has some kind of weird like frequency affects these things. I don't know. Nobody even knows really what's in it. I don't even know. I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, that's going to be another 90 minutes. So I'll put this up. I'll take it down from YouTube. All my stuff you can find on William Ramsey Investigates, at least the audio of it. And then I'll put it up on my Patreon. I'll put a link to my Patreon. You won't hear this. Um, but go to my, you know, listen to all my shows because I don't put stuff on YouTube. Like if I'm invited on somebody else's show, I will put that up on my, my uh, podcast or in Patreon. And I'm just trying to wean myself off of big tech like a junkie. I just want to get away from it. But uh, I wish all of you well. FLCCC, if you've taken this, you can get do all kinds of treatments. You know, I recommend that. I think ivermectin is worthwhile because it, it works on taking like things out of your body that don't belong there. And then the autophagy, like fasting and getting your body to kind of get rid of old skin cells or, uh, or old non-working cells, I think is worthwhile. But uh, thanks for listening.